right, Ski. How long does it take to get from Mendota to Princeton? It's about 30 minutes. So we got about 30 minutes to do this intro to Edge of Your Seat Podcast, episode 191. I am joined with Ski Hartman, the man at Shimmer Mendota Ford. Ski, if you want to tell us your real titles, I just say you do everything. I pretty much do everything. I'm the general sales and finance manager, so I kind of oversee the whole dealership, oversee the sales department, finance all the deals, just make sure that that everybody that comes to Shimmer Mendota Ford is taken care of 100%. Perfect. I had to have you on. I mean, you've been a guest before. It is always fantastic to speak with you. Why don't we do an intro? Because our intros are kind of more you know, relative, more time relevant, because you know how editing takes and life schedules and things like that. So I was like, hey, let's do an intro. So we're going to do exactly that. And man, after the movements and professional sports on Thursday and Friday, we have nothing but awesomeness to talk about. Well, unless you're a Cubs fan, then maybe not. But so much to talk about. Let's do plugs real quick, talk about our guest, and then we're going to plug away here. First, First, you can catch Edge of Your Seat Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and the website rss.com backslash podcast with an S backslash Edge of Your Seat Podcast. Social media-wise, you can hit us up on Facebook, Edge of Your Seat Podcast, and Twitter, Edge of Your CP. Don't forget, questions, suggestions, want to advertise with us like Shimmer Mendota Ford. Send an email to edgeofyourseatpodcast at gmail.com. Right after Ski and I get done talking about all the crazy things we're going to talk about, we have our special guest, 11-year-old Finn Sessler from Mendota. He is part of a crazy awesome program called We Are Raising Men, and they have this thing called a 50-yard challenge where he is going around mowing people's yards for handicapped, elderly, people that cannot do it themselves so far he has knocked down 20 yards this summer and plans i'm guessing he plans to do the rest of the 30 this summer he is on it great opportunity for 11 year old and he is doing an awesome job with that ski so much going on i know you have been paying attention to these moves oh absolutely my phone keeps blowing up between all the work stuff and all the the alerts about all the tra- players getting traded and everything like that. Yeah, it's just, it's been a busy couple days. No doubt. You know what? This seems like a perfect time. Usually I would say, hey, this is brought to you by, well, we got Ski Hartman from Shimmer Mendota Ford. Why don't you drop the line for us, Ski? Sure. Edge of the Seat Podcast is brought to you by Shimmer Mendota Ford, your community dealership that's here for you. Perfect. You almost sound as good as me. (laughs) (laughs) I had to. I had to. Let's start with the local guy, J.A. Hatt. He has been around quite a few teams. He's 38 years old. This is his 15th season, Major League Baseball. He is now a St. Louis Cardinal, moving from the Minnesota Twins to the St. Louis Cardinals, trade-sending John Gant in a minor leaguer to the Twins, what do you think about J.A. Happ moving to St. Louis? Well, he gets closer to home being from, he went to school in St. Mead, if I remember correctly, and he's from the area. So, like you said, getting getting to St. Louis is pretty close to home. Um, they also got Lester today, too, I believe. 
Yes, they made a trade for Lester too, so they got Lester and J.A. Happ, two veteran pitchers. Yeah. Yeah, the Cardinals were making moves, and the Cubs were, well, they were making moves too, just in the other direction, I think. Yeah, I think St. Louis Cardinals trying to solidify this year's team. Cubs moving pieces to, I guess, a complete rebuild, fire sale. We'll get to that in just a second, but you're totally right. Totally right. For a left-handed pitcher like Jay Happ, 15 seasons. I mean, I don't know if anybody thought he would be in the majors this long, but he's definitely proven that he belongs. Yeah, he's had a heck of a career. I'm not a huge baseball fan, but I do follow the people that I know and certain teams and stuff like that. And I just, Jay Happ's had some really good seasons. Uh, he's been an all-star, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yeah, he was a definitely an all-star pitcher. It was amazing for him. That's a heck of an accomplishment, especially to come from this area. That you know, There's been some people from this area that have made it, but to make it at that level is, is just amazing. If I remember right, he might have been the all-star starter. Yeah, was that, the, was that when he played for the Red Sox? No, I, I believe that was when he played with the Toronto Blue Jays. Blue Jays, okay. And then he went from the Blue Jays to the Red Sox, though, right? Or to the Yankees, one of those powerhouse teams over there. The Yankees. He wasn't a Red Sox. He went to the Yankees. <laughs> They're all the same to me. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> And now that I'm remembering back, he did not start the All-Star game, but he was an All-Star. He was, however, the opening day starter for Toronto that year because he had so many accomplishments in that one, two-year span that he hadn't reached yet, and then he did. And I talked to him for a story then, and he was proud of it all, definitely. Oh, it's like you said, it's a heck of an accomplishment. Definitely something to be proud of and to remember yourself by for a long time. Yeah, now we'll see what he can do in St. Louis. Not a huge St. Louis fan, but... You know, I'll always cheer for J.A. no matter where he is. It's the summertime, the perfect, perfect time to work on your home. Want to make it comfortable. Want the flaws that you've seen lately to be fixed, change. Maybe you're tired of seeing the same pattern on the floor, countertops. You want a different color. Maybe you want different paint for more different color. Olsen Construction is who you should hit up to make these changes, to make that comfortability level go up. Olson Construction can do everything in your home, outside your home, to make these things happen. Brothers Keith Milas and Tommy Olson will use their more than 10 years of experience to take care of your home renovations from start to finish with your thoughts and opinions taken with every step of the journey. The licensed and insured family-owned and operated company prides itself in offering family prices with family honesty on any job. Whether it be roofing, siding, windows, doors, stairs, deck designs, floors and tiling, garage additions, room additions, or full remodels. For a free estimate, call Olson Construction at 815-910-5982. Check out the Olson Construction LLC page on Facebook or send an email to olsonconstruction19 at gmail.com. We kind of skipped around this. Now let's dive right into the Cubs have been making crazy moves. Thursday, I thought I saw a ton of grown men cry before, like funerals or, you know, something like that. Whew, man, it got really, really, really teary when Anthony Rizzo was dealt to the Yankees on Thursday. 
Well, Anthony Rizzo not only has been a great player, but he's been he's been a wonderful person for the Chicago community for all the stuff that he does with his foundations and everything like that. That's just you, you're missing more than just a baseball player. You're missing a great person in a community that supports people like that. He has done so much for cancer patients in the city of Chicago. I totally agree with you. Definitely a sad day when he was traded away. The crazy thing is, he was one of nine in two days before the trade deadline. Anthony Rizzo leaves. Chris Bryant goes to the San Francisco Giants. Javi Baez, who I never thought was going to get traded, goes to the New York Mets. Closer, Craig Kimbrell, gets traded to the White Sox with Ryan Tapera. Starting pitcher, Trevor Williams, went with Javi Baez to the Mets. Jake Marsanic to the Padres in San Diego. Jack Pedersen to the Atlanta Braves. And hold on, there's one more. Relief pitcher Andrew Schaffin to the Oakland Athletics. Whew. You talk while I take a breath. Yeah, that, that's a mouthful there. Like I said, I'm not a huge baseball fan, but to see their whole World Series championship team just basically dismantled. You know, all the faces of the that franchise are gone with Brian and Rizzo and Baez, you know, and, you know, the pitching staff is gone with Lester and Arietta and all them guys. But, I mean, they weren't gone today, but, you know, all them players are gone now. Um, I was texting my stepdaughter today, and she's got tickets to the Cubs-Sox game and basically doesn't want to go now. <laughs> I don't think nobody wants to go right now. It's going to hurt for a little bit. This has got to be painful if you're a diehard Cubs fan. It's amazing that, you know, for the people that, you know, got to see the Cubs win the World Series in their lifetime, by the looks of what they did today, it doesn't look like they're ever going to get to see it again. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a long, long time because when they moved these nine pieces, it's not like they brought in other superstar players. They brought in 12 guys where the only name that's recognizable is probably Nick Magical, and it's because he's a sock. And if you follow Chicago baseball, then you know him. Other than that, really young guys, prospects, projects, nobody halfway as developed as an Anthony Rizzo, a Chris Bryant, or a Javi Baez. I like Wilson Contreras. I was glad to see that he stayed with both my daughters being catchers. I, I kind of like catchers. A little bias there. Yeah, I am a little biased. <laughs> Cubs not the only team making some moves. Los Angeles Dodgers, they are definitely trying to repeat as World Series champs. They bring in three-time Cy Young Award winner Max Scherzer and all-star shortstop Trey Turner. They're making moves, plugging away, trying to get back to the World Series. Yeah, those were huge moves. When I first saw the trade come up, I thought that they traded, they have a guy that plays third base named Turner, don't they? Yes. I thought they traded their Turner for Schwarzer. And and then when I read it, I'm like, no, they got another guy named Turner that's a really good player too, and probably one of the top ten pitchers in Major League Baseball. Yeah. Can't even imagine a one-two duo of Max Scherzer and Clayton Kershaw who at times have been the best pitcher in baseball and still in the top five or top ten. That is nastiness. Yeah, it, it, I don't know if there's a better one-two in all of baseball right now. 
No, I, I can't. I can't think of one. This is like the Boston Red Sox pitching staff back in the day. Eric Turner that they already had was a heck of a player, and then they had another infielder. That's that's a heck of an infield they got there. Yeah, their team is stacked. It's unfair. It's unfair. I kind of jumped into the Dodgers. I want to go back to the Cubs one more time. We were talking about the stars that are now gone. We talked about the World Series. Isn't it so crazy that when that happened in 2016, we're like, man, this isn't going to be the only one. They're going to go back at least a couple more times in the next three, four years. They didn't even sniff it, didn't even get close, and then now they're blowing it up. It's just crazy how the sports world moves so fast. Well, yeah, it's it's like that with a lot of sports. I mean, baseball, I think they do a lot more fire sales than they do in other sports. But, I mean, even football, a team can go 12-4 and four one year and the next year go 4-12. and 12, And they really didn't change that much in their roster. It's just there's so much parity in these sports that it just takes a heck of a season for you to, to accomplish what you what you're set out to accomplish. I mean, every team goes into the season with the same goal. Baseball, all 30 teams pretty much go into the season saying, our goal is to win the World Series, but only one team gets to do it. As human beings, we try to take a shower every day or every other day, make sure we're clean, gotta stay fresh, fresh forever, smell good, look good, brush your teeth, clean smile. Your car can't do that themselves. The car can't pick up a toothbrush, can't brush their hair, can't scrub underneath the armpits or in between sockets or gears. They can't do that. They can't use a Q-tip to get inside the dingy, dirty areas like an ear to clean it out. But Mike's Pro Shop and Sales in Spring Valley can. They can get those dirty places. They can make your car shine. Mike's Pro Shop and Sales disinfects, cleans absolutely everything, every part of your car, rust proofing, fabric care, very important if you have children, drop a lollipop, drop something on the back seat of the car from their car seat. Mike's can get all of that off of the fabric. It's a full body shop and they now offer pickup and delivery services. Mike's Pro Shop and Sales is located at 204 South Spalding Street in Spring Valley. Contact Mike's to get your car the nice rub-a-dub scrub that it deserves. 815-663-2060 or via email mikesproshop204 at gmail.com. Moves have been also made in other sports. Man, Russell Westbrook is joining LeBron James and Anthony Davis, Los Angeles Lakers. That is scary. It is scary, but I don't I don't know how much better they got. Don't get me wrong, Westbrook's a lot better than the players that were traded away, but I just don't know if that three-headed monster is as good as the one that's in uh, New Jersey or the teams that play well together. I don't know how Westbrook's going to play with LeBron and Anthony Davis. It just... It's one of those things where you thought that you had the perfect combination and then and then they don't gel and, and then you could end up being in the same situation you're in this year. Yeah, I mean, we've seen it both ways. You put three together like Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, Chris Bosh, you get a couple championships. You do it with Klay Thompson, Steph Curry, 
Kevin Durant, you get a couple championships. It's happened in the past where it does not work that way. Houston Rockets at one point had Hakeem Olajuwon, Clyde Drexler, Charles Barkley, a couple other guys. Scottie Pippen, I think, was on that roster for a little bit. Didn't do anything. Other crazy threesomes have not been able to do it. I'm definitely curious because they all play fast, but Westbrook is a ball-dominant guy. LeBron is a ball-dominant guy. Anthony Davis is a ball-dominant guy. There's only so many ticks in a game for people to have the basketball. I'm really curious how this is going to work. Yeah, I definitely think that that somebody's going to have to change their game. Not all of them are going to be able to play their game, and I don't know how well that, like you said, if that's going to turn out to benefit them, that you know, they can adjust and adapt, or, or it could be really bad. Could be really bad. Some of the pieces that the Lakers gave away to get Westbrook, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Kyle Kuzma, Montrez Harrell, and the 22nd pick of the NBA draft that was yesterday. The Lakers got Westbrook, two future second-round picks in 2024 and 2028. So really, all the Lakers got is Westbrook. There's only been a couple second-round picks that really become superstars or stay in the league a long time. That's not hating on any second-round picks because you never know what can happen. But looking ahead of this, it's like, okay, they got Westbrook and gave away a pick and three other players. Yeah, and talking about the draft a little bit, I'm a huge Iowa Hawkeyes fan, and to see Luka Garza go late in the second round last night was kind of frustrating to me as a Hawkeyes fan. He's a two-time NCAA Player of the Year for basketball and almost didn't get drafted. That that just amazes me. You know, some players can dominate in college and can't do it in the pros, and some players were not so great in college but turned out to be pretty good pro players. So it's it's just amazing. Like like last year, the Bulls drafted that player that was, was not even a starter with, like, the fourth overall pick. And like I said, Garza was a two-time player of the year and goes late in the second round. I realize he's a big man, and big fans are kind of dying a little bit, but he had to do something right to be, you know, that good. And it's not like he was in a bad conference. He was in the Big Ten, which most people thought was the best conference in basketball last year. Until they got to the Final Four, and then they all fell apart. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, at least some of them made it that far. Iowa didn't even make it that far. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But, yeah, I mean, you bring up a good point. You build these resumes in college thinking like, hey, I got these awards. I'm going to get to the NBA, make crazy money. Things are going to be awesome. And then you almost didn't make it. And you had to fight and scratch and claw to get playing time and be in the game. If you looked at the finals... Frank Comiskey from Wisconsin, when they were in the championship game a couple years ago, I mean, he was the player for Wisconsin. Like, he was the man. Doesn't hardly see any tick. Got in just a couple games in the finals and a couple games in the Western Conference finals. It is just a tough, tough place to be, even if you're a great player. Yeah, I mean, what are the percentages of, you know, players that play in high school versus ones that play Division One versus the ones that get drafted in the NBA. I mean, you're talking 1% of all players that, that play high school ball make it to the NBA. And a half a percent are starters. Yeah, <laughs> or less. Definitely. 
You were talking about Luca Garza. A guy that I was looking, watching, seeing where he was going to get drafted was Illinois' Ayu Desumu. He got picked by the Chicago Bulls, which made me very, very excited. Love Ayo. Love the Bulls. I think it's a great match. We'll see what happens, obviously. But I think it's a good fit. I'm really pumped to see what he can do with the Bulls. He was a heck of a player and, and kind of the same thing as Garza. He, he dropped to the second round, and uh, I read his statement that, you know, he felt that he was a first-round talent, but the plan for him was not to be drafted in the first round to fall to his hometown team. That's crazy. They got a plan. Hey, you just drop, and I'm going to pick you up. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think it was anybody's plan. I think it just happened, but some people believe that, you know, everybody has a plan or a meaning or a purpose you know things happen for a reason no doubt no doubt also going on right now this has nothing to do with trades the olympics going pretty strong at this point they started july 23rd and august 8th today being july 30th so about halfway through in the middle of the two weeks have you been watching any olympic athletics going on olympics don't start till tomorrow Olympic wrestling is the only sport that I watch. <laughs> I already and knew it. <laughs> I already knew it. As soon as you said tomorrow, I was like, I think that's wrestling. Yeah. No, um, I've watched a little bit here and there. But, yeah, wrestling for me is my sport. It starts tomorrow. That Adeline Gray, woman's, like, five-time world champion, she actually came to the first ever Illinois girls state wrestling tournament. And my daughter got to meet her and all that stuff. And uh, she's kind of been an inspiration for for my daughter. The three sports that she did in high school were cross-country, wrestling, and soccer, which happened to be the same three sports that my daughter did in high school. So I've always always been a fan of Adeline Gray. And then uh, with the, the rest of the, in the men's side, um, Thomas Gilman's from Iowa. Uh, you have Kyle Dake getting his first opportunity beating Jordan Burroughs at the Olympic Trials. That Gable Stevenson is just a just a beast, and he's named after one of the greatest men alive, Dan Gable. So should be great. I'd love to see the U.S. walk away with quite a few medals here in the, in the Olympics for wrestling. That's awesome. You made me excited about it. I might have to watch now, too. <laughs> The one complaint that I always have, though, every four years when we have the Olympics is you watch all these sports. So, like, you watch swimming or track and field or even, like, beach volleyball. There's, like, multiple people from the United States. So, like, the United States can win gold, bronze, and silver in a, in a running event, but we only get to bring one wrestler per weight class. Well, like I said... Kyle Dake beat Jordan Burroughs, who's two-time Olympic medalist and Olympic gold medalist, is probably the second-best wrestler in the world, and he gets to sit at home because the U.S. can only bring one guy. That's the one thing that I never thought was fair with wrestling. I mean, it makes sense to me. Like, I haven't really ever thought about that, so you make up a great point. Unless you're a wrestling fanatic like I am, you don't think about stuff like that. You know, same thing, you know, like, I've seen a bunch of things on facebook the last few days about if they had the nfl and the olympics or, you know imagine how bad the U united states would destroy everybody in football oh yeah no doubt but that's because we're the only ones that really play nfl american football yep that's what 
that's why. I was ecstatic that, that the Olympics, you know, Olympics was one, wrestling was one of the sports that was supposed to be taken out of the Olympics, and there was such a big following behind it that, that it ended up not happening, which is huge for me. Yeah, you can't do that. I mean, wrestling is one of, like, the original sports. They've been wrestling since Rome in 1600s. Oh, yeah, forever. Yeah. It's called Greco-Roman wrestling for a reason. It was that long ago <laughs> that this became a thing. Yeah. Greco-Roman is one heck of a one heck of a discipline for wrestling. One I never really got, got to do, but I think I would have been good at. So... I think you would have too. I wouldn't have want to wrestle you, but I can see you beating somebody else up. No, <laughs> yeah. not, not anymore. Twenty years ago, maybe. <laughs> I hear you. I know you've had some things going on personally. I know you went on a trip. I know things have been going pretty crazy at work. Let's talk about that before I let you go, and we get to. Finn Sessler, the 11-year-old that is mowing yards all over the place to try to reach a challenge. Again, amazing thing that he is doing. Where did you go on your vacation, Ski? July 4th weekend, I went to Michigan to the motorcycle races to watch local rider Chase Sexton and, and everybody race at the track they call Red Bud to a town called Buchanan, Michigan. We go quite a bit. Last year, we weren't allowed to go because of COVID, so it was really nice to get to go up there. My cousin, who lives out in uh, Des Moines, Iowa, he drove out the day before, stayed at my house, and me and him went up there and met his little brother, who lives in Detroit and works for the car dealers, car manufacturers up there. So that was a good time. It's always a good time going up there. I wish Chase wouldn't have fell in the first corner because um, he was riding really well that day. Other stuff, I had my girls' softball team, that I coach, um, we uh, went nine and one in the regular season and uh, took second in our tournament for the end of the year. So that was a pretty good, lost by one run in the finals. So that was really fun. That, that was a lot of my time for the last month and a half, two months. And then as far as work goes, uh, yeah, we're getting more and more inventory in every day. My guys, Jason and Doug are doing a great job helping, helping take care of customers. And uh, things are just rocking and rolling. We've got two new F-150s in stock, which them things are almost impossible to find right now, and I've got two of them. we got one of those new electric Mach-E's in stock. And then uh, the new Ford Bronco is supposed to be in, was supposed to be in two weeks ago, so I'm hoping to see that any day. Perfect. And where can they contact you or locate you to get a car from Shimmer Mendota Ford? You can give us a call at 815-539-9314. You can um, go to our website, MendotaFord.com, or you can stop by our dealership. We're just south of Mendota on Route 251. Just make sure you come to the Ford dealership. There's uh, Our Shimmer Chevy dealership is right next door, but if you want to come see me or my guys, come to the Ford dealership. I always talk about this because it was awesome. I had such a good time buying my car from you guys in November. Got a 2017 Chevy Malibu. Yes, not a Ford, but I came to you guys, said, hey, man, I'm really interested in something like this. You guys helped me out. You were really cool about it. It was a great experience, and I know that you do that with all of your customers. 
Yeah, absolutely. Being a small dealership in a smaller town, like Motto says, we have to be a community dealership and we have to be here for our customers. That's what here for you means. We're here to help you in any way we can. So, you know, if your car breaks down, we have a service department that's going to help you out. Um, you can't get in for an appointment. We got guys will come pick up your car if we have to. You know, we just want to make sure that everybody's happy because we don't want to just sell you one car. I want to sell you every car. I want to sell your family members their cars, your friends their cars. I want to make sure that everybody that you know knows how great it was to buy a car from us and to tell everybody else. So, like I said, we've talked about this before in the past. If you listen to this podcast, come in and say, hey, I listen to this podcast and um, I'm going to give you a, a better deal than I normally would on the car for me hearing it from the podcast. Plus, I'm going to help the podcast out by uh, sending you some money. I mean, and who doesn't like to get money? Right. Everybody likes money. Or a new car or a vehicle. I like both. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Very, very awesome stuff. You guys are doing a great job at Shimmer Mendota Ford. Well, when we first started this, you told me you had 30 minutes. It's been about 30, so you're probably already to your destination. Absolutely. Just pulled in my driveway, getting ready to get out and go spend the night with my kids. Perfect. We have to do this more often. This was absolutely fantastic. Talked about everything I wanted to. Talked about what you were doing. Man, great intro to episode 191 of Edge of Your Seat Podcast. Thank you very much for having some words with us doing this intro. You have a fantastic night and enjoy the evening with your family. Thanks, buddy. You have a great night, too, and I look forward to talking to you again soon. It's a little rainy. We're going to hear some trains and some birds and a little background stuff. But the most important part is our guest today. We have 11-year-old Finn Sessler with us. How's it going, Finn? Good. It's a little rainy, right? Yes. Did you get wet today? Little. Just a little bit? Yes. You're dry? You ready to talk? Yes. Perfect. The reason I have you here at Blackstone Park in Mendota is because you're doing something crazy awesome that I saw on Facebook and I was like, I gotta talk to this kid. You are doing a 50 yard challenge. Not like yards as in length, but 50 yards as in yards in your outside of your house. So a 50 yard challenge for We Are Raising Men. Tell me about it. So Every 10 runs you do, you get a different color shirt. And I'm like almost at 10, I'm one away. So you got nine done? Yes. And you're mowing yards? Yes. All over Mendota? Yes. And myself. So you've done yards in both towns? Yes. Perfect. And I'm sure she'll be helping out. We have mom, Pat, Baird, Sessler with us also. She'll help out here. How did you get into this? She found it and I had to take a picture of a poster and then I just started to mow lawns. Nice. Tell, tell them about the poster. Oh yeah. What? <laughs> I don't remember. Remember? He, he had to hand make oh. a poster that said... I accept the 50 yard challenge. So you had to make a poster that says I accept the challenge. Yes. The 50 yard challenge. 50 yard challenge. And we had to hold it up. We had to take a picture. Mine was at night so I had to do a weird <laughs> what did you have on the poster? How did you make it? I just said, I accept the 50 yard challenge. That's all. That's it? It was just and words? Yeah. And I had to put my name on it. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So you didn't have to like draw a lawnmower or anything crazy? No. Could you draw a lawnmower? Probably. Because <laughs> as we get talking here, 
our listeners will realize that you can do everything. So I thought I would see if you could draw as well. <laughs> so how do you like doing this so far? Are it's you? It's really fun. It's really fun. Mhm. It's fun to do it. I have a push mower and I have a riding mower. Gotcha. Did you mow a lot of yards before this? Uh, no. I started mowing like all on right, a little bit before I accepted the challenge. Gotcha. So. I haven't really mowed that many lawns, but I watched my dad mow lots of lawns. <laughs> so you had experience from watching? Yes. Awesome. Can you tell me a little bit more about the challenge and the company that's sponsoring it, We Are Raising Men? The we Are Raising Men, I don't really know much about it. You can tag in like we're wrestlers and tag your mom. Well, when, I, when we found it, actually his sister found it online and she said, does this look like something Finn would like to do? And I showed it to Finn, we looked at some of the stuff, and I said, is this something you might want to do? And he said, yeah, that looks like fun. So we investigated a little more, and what happened was Rodney Smith Jr., the guy who started it, he was driving from here to there, and he saw an older gentleman out trying to mow his lawn himself. I think he even had a cane, and he was out trying to mow. And Rodney put on the brakes, jumped out of his car, and went, sir, let me help And that. He helped him mow the lawn, and that kind of got him thinking that I thought there's more people out there that have the same problem. They can't mow or have a reason why they can't mow. And so he started doing it and got a couple friends together to do it. And then all of a sudden it was like, hey, Rodney, we heard about what you're doing. We'd like in on it too. And pretty soon it was across the state and then across the country, and now it's across the world. So, and if you go on his site, if you can find a place where it tells you how many kids are taking part in each state and country. And there's only 55 last I checked in the state of Illinois. Oh, wow. And there was only one day that it was open. And so, like he said, he made his poster and we took pictures and got those ready. And good old mom got up at 8 o'clock in the morning to make sure that I was there to push the button to get him in because they could only take so many kids. Like I said, he goes out personally and de de uh, delivers stuff when they finished the challenge. So I was able to get him in and he got an acceptance letter back and his t-shirt and goggles and what else do you get? Earplugs. Earplugs, that's right. I haven't worn my earplugs yet. <laughs> you don't need those, do you? No. <laughs> I've had a lawnmower quite a bit, so it ain't that bad to me. <laughs> Watching your dad, you already knew what was going to happen. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. Just to tell you, noise doesn't bother him when he was two years old. He liked to jump up on the Harley with his dad. Wow. Most kids are scared at that age, but oh, he yeah. loved it. He couldn't wait to get his boots and helmet. And, and then I was able to. And yeah. I was able to, I'm able to ride a motorcycle with my dad now. Perfect. Sounds like fun. It is. Awesome. Really fun. So these yards that you mowed, you've done nine so far. Yes. They have been elderly folk, or have they been... Kind uh, to you? I did one for my sister. I did it twice. Maybe three times at my house. And then I did one at my grandma's with the riding mower. And then I did one, like, over there with a riding mower as well. And... Is that all? No, mm. there were a couple more in there. I don't remember what they were, but... I did Amber's twice in the front lawn no, twice. His sister so. is handicapped. She uh, had a car accident. Okay. And so she has trouble being able to mow the lawn herself. And we said, well, this will be a perfect opportunity. We can help you out. That's awesome. His, his dad, his papa, is yeah. a senior citizen and also handicapped. And 
this gentleman down here, do you remember why we got a call to come do that? No, not really. He was out mowing his lawn, this gentleman down here, and he had a heart attack. Oh, no. And a friend of his called and said, because we're lined up to do their lawn next week, and she said, do you think Finn would go and mow for them because he had a heart attack and he's in the hospital and had open heart surgery? Oh, no. And so Finn said, sure, I can do that. So it's one and a half yards. It's not just, it's a lawn and a half, a little white house down there. Gotcha. A whole big. So it was, it took us at least an hour, an hour and a half to get that one done. It yeah, because I started at five because I wanted to get done before seven. Yep. So you're mowing yards. Yes. Helping family. Yes. Helping elderly neighbors. Yes. And having fun doing so. Yes. That sounds like a pretty cool summer for an 11-year-old. Yes, it is. Oh, it's also for veterans, too. There's a special challenge going on right now. Remember yeah, I showed you? Yeah, if I do 15, I get a camo shirt. Shirt. You get a camo shirt? Yes, oh, and I nice. will want it. So any veterans that need their lawn mode, let them know. Yeah, so He's all over it. Veterans and handicapped. Veterans, handicapped, single parents, and... Didn't teachers. You didn't you say teachers? There's one coming up for teachers, too. And healthcare professionals is another one. No, not healthcare professionals. No, Excuse me. People who are first responders. Yes, people So who are just the ones including on this one so we can give them a shout out to, to well, hit you up, Finn? Right now it's you remember? Mm, seniors. No, seniors. Veterans. Veterans. Single parents. Single parents. And disabled. And disabled. Okay, so anybody that's in those classifications, give you a call, you'll come over your yard. Yes. With a smile on your face. What? With a smile on your face. I'm happy. That one right there? Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Will you still be wearing the Hogwarts shirt? No. No? No. Do you like Harry Potter? Yes. Have you seen all the movies? I saw all of them except the last one like halfway through. Gotcha. That one's a long one, I think. That was one divided into. Yeah. Did you read all the books? No. <laughs> I don't read books that much. No? Yeah, it's kind of a dying art at this point. But you know what? We Are Raising Men has a special shirt that if he reads books and does book reports, he gets a special We Are Raising Men I Love to Read book. That's um, awesome. T-shirt, so. That's very it's cool. Nice. So this We Are Raising Men is absolutely everywhere all across the country, worldwide. Yep. Well, we got to give Amber a shout out. What's Amber's last name? Sessler. Sessler? <laughs> well, good job, Amber, helping Finn out. This is awesome. Very cool thing you got going on. Is this something that, you know, you're going to continuously do? Because it seems like yes. they have a lot of different challenges. Yes, I will continue to do it. It's cool that they don't have a time limit on it, so it can take you forever long to get 50. Oh. It's really nice. Okay, so you could take like five years if you wanted to? Yeah. What else do they do though? They um, do more than just mow lawns. They do snow shoveling and raking leaves. Does that count into this challenge or is it different challenges? It's a different different challenges. challenges. But it, it, you can, when we send it in, we tell them we would do all three. Okay. So you can literally do three challenges at one time? For like five years if you want to? Sure. <laughs> yeah. But you want to do it quicker than that, don't you? Yes. Yeah. I can see when I said five years and your eyes got big. Like, that seemed forever. Tell him, tell him why you're so anxious to get the first ten done. Because it's an orange shirt and my favorite color is orange. Nice. 
So every 10 is a different color? Yes. Do you know what colors they are throughout the whole uh, list? A little bit. I don't know them in order, but I know like orange, purple, pink, green, red, blue, red. black is last for 50. Right. I'm going to like the orange shirt the most. Definitely. So the first one, you're going to be like, okay, I got my favorite color. Yeah. Are you going to wear that shirt for the rest of the 40 yards? Probably. <laughs> He's already got a game plan. Like, as soon as I get that shirt, that's what I'm wearing. And you can go to 100 yards, too. That's when different colors come in. They go oh, okay. all the way up to 100 if you want to accept it. Oh, wow. You do, but so. 50 is where it starts off, and then you can expand okay. if you want to. Yep. Perfect. I know you would. <laughs> That's awesome. Very cool. Very cool. But this isn't the only thing that you're doing this summer, huh? No. Sounds like you do a lot of stuff. Yes. So you play baseball? Yes. Little League? Yes. That just got over? Yes. And then you play soccer? Yes. That just got over too. And I heard you're pretty good at both. Yes. How did you do in soccer? Pretty, really good. Pretty good. What position do you play? Goalie. Just goalie mostly. How many games did you guys lose? One. Just one? Yes. Wow. Good for you guys. We just tied quite a bit. Yeah? Yeah. And we used to not have that many players. And we played with six players and the other team had 14. Did you guys win that game? No. Yes. yes. No, we, we did? We won that one. Yeah, we won the next one. Mom's yeah. saying yes. So when you were outmanned, would you say 14 to 6? Yes. You guys won that one? Yes. Is it because you were in the goal? Probably. <laughs> and, and, we have really, and we have pretty good shooters. Perfect, perfect. Who are some of your teammates and your coach that helped you out there? Uh, we got um, Omar, Abel, Dylan, Quinn. Don't forget the girls. Oh, yeah. Miley, Again. Lumen, David, Victor, Gio and Gio. I was just really trying to test your memory, see if you could name them all. You did a pretty good job. You did way better than I would at 11 years old, let me tell you. <laughs> and then who was your coach? She was a head coach and then... Cello Nanches. Cello Nanches. Perfect. He's a really good coach. Awesome. I let him take over. He seemed to know a lot more than I know, but he's played <laughs> professionals. So. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> what do you like about soccer so much? It's just really fun for me, and I'm pretty good at it. Good stuff. Is it the same way with baseball? Yes. I'm actually not that bad at baseball, and I really like it, and it's fun. Are you the cleanup hitter? You hit home runs? Uh, I never hit a home run, but I was always at last, and then I started to hit, and I just got RBIs every time I hit it, and I got up to first from last. Oh, wow. Good stuff. So you worked your way up the batting lineup. Yep. I went... From last to fifth to first. That's fantastic. Yeah, because I was starting to hit it quite. I was hitting it more because I wasn't hitting that much. What do you think changed from you not hitting it to being able to hit the ball? I just started to swing better and I... Follow through? Yep. And I swing harder. For the listeners who can't see he's doing his swinging motion, I can see the follow through at the end. <laughs> perfect, perfect. <laughs> That's and awesome. I was late for the game that I was at the top and I'm getting in the bag cages and, my, and at the end I'm done swinging and stuff. My coach says, you're at the top of the list today. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so you were the leadoff hitter. 
Yep. That's fantastic. Yep, but I got shook out. It happens. It happens to the yeah. best of us. Baseball, you can never get discouraged because every game, every at-bat is different. Yes. Have you realized that throughout the years? Yes. But in our baseball, we only won one game. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we lost quite a bit. But you had fun doing it. Yeah. So it was the opposite of soccer. Yeah, one, yeah. one game we were losing by so much that it was just playing around at the end. Like the other <laughs> team, they were just winning at every pitch. <laughs> and then at the end, they were pitching, and like, okay, so we were in the dugout, and we had a play on second, and third base was like, should I call him over here? And then we just yell, go, 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 and he says to the player, third baseman didn't say for you to go, and we say, we're third baseman now. <laughs> That's fantastic. It's was a it, fun day. Was it different playing this year than it's been playing sports in the past with COVID-19 and uh, maybe having to wear masks and things like that? Not that much, but a little bit. Yeah. Well, probably wasn't as bad as last summer when there was nothing. Yes. What did you do last summer when you couldn't go out or play or do anything? I didn't do anything. <laughs> you watched some TV? Yes. Ha- some Harry Potter? Games. <laughs> yep. Are you a video game player? Yes. What video games do you play? Uh, I have quite a bit, but I play Fortnite, Minecraft, and Robots. Sounds like an 11-year-old in 2021. (laughs) (laughs) Or in 2020 at that time. Yep. Those are the most of the games that I play. I don't play that many different games. Gotcha. I understand. Good games, though. They're fun. Yes, they're really fun. Are you a master at those? Uh, Minecraft, I'm not that good. Fortnite, I'm okay. I'm not bad, but I'm I'm not really good, but I'm not bad, but I'm just good. And then at Robots, I'm I don't really play it that much as Minecraft and Fortnite. Gotcha, gotcha. So do you play with all your friends? So were you still able to talk to them and stuff with headphones? Yes, I have a couple friends that I played with a bunch. Perfect. Because I would spend the night at my aunt Amber's. I play with my friends on her Xbox because I don't have one. And we act like the COVID-19 stuff. I would stay at her house on like Fridays because I do Taekwondo. And on Saturdays, there will be these little kids that I would go there on Saturdays mornings. And I would teach them. And then like the really fun part for me was after they would chase me. <laughs> they would chase you? Yes, I really get tackled by little kids. <laughs> It was, he would try to evade the students so that they didn't catch him. But if they caught him and got him down, they got to sit on him. Oh, wow. <laughs> so what were you teaching them? Taekwondo. Nice. And kicks and punches. It's just really fun. We have to throw in Taekwondo because it sounds like that's what you're best at or what you've yes. at least done the most. Yes. So you are 11. You have been doing this since you were how old? Three. Three. So yes. you already have eight years in Taekwondo? Yes. Wow. Sorry. Now we're at church. <laughs> what is it about Taekwondo that you've enjoyed for eight years? That's a long time. Uh, I've just really been wanting to get up and I've been really wanting to be a black belt and I finally got there when I was nine. I've been a black belt since I've been nine since nine. So you're a black belt in Taekwondo? Yes, and I'll become a first degree 
I don't know when, but it'll probably be soon. So you could take me out right now if you wanted to. Probably. <laughs> I'm a little taller and a little bigger, but you're probably way more skilled. Yeah, I'm faster. <laughs> I'm faster. I'll be out. <laughs> hey, I'm not arguing with you. I'm not arguing with you. <laughs> Definitely. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. What originally got you into it? My sister, my brother, my other sister, my other brother, they did it. And my oh, sister's okay. instructor. So. Gotcha. Fifth degree black belt. She's fifth degree black belt? Yes. Wow. So you just got a family full of Taekwondoers. I don't know yep. the real name, so we'll just say Taekwondoers. I'll accept his brother Austin get black belts. So in our family we have four black belts. So who are the other two black belts? Um, his sister Amber, his other sister Stacy who passed away last year, and his brother Justin. They are all black belts. Sorry to hear about the, the loss. Thank you. He was ready to test for his first degree black belt when COVID hit. So he was supposed to get his first degree last year. So since they're all back and they're training, he's training yeah. Um, he's going to do a private. Yeah, and my friends, I have two friends that they just became black belts. And we were going to have to take turns, but they haven't been there for a while. So I've been the black belt that's doing it. Were you able to teach other kids before you became a black belt? Yes. But now that you're a black belt, they just look at you like, oh, this dude's a man. Uh, kind of. I'm not sure. <laughs> but... Yeah, the friends that I play with on Xbox, they're actually from Taekwondo. Okay. But one of them stopped going and he actually moved to Texas. Oh. Uh. So, yeah. But it's so fun that I get to play with him online. Yeah, he was, even though he's in Texas, you still get to talk to him, right? Yeah. It's pretty cool all the stuff he's saying about what's up there and stuff. Yeah? Yeah. So I guess we're going to have to visit Texas That'd be cool. <laughs> Again, your eyes just got really big. Like, oh, let's go to Texas. <laughs> hey, tell, tell Brandon what you're doing tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow in Papa Grove, I'm going to be in an airplane. You're going to be in an airplane? Yes, because they're having... Young Eagles. Young Eagle thing. Young Eagles flight. I don't know if you've heard of that before. I have not. Young Eagles flight? Mm -hmm. They used to do it down at IBC. Uh, Ivy Airport, but they haven't for quite some time. Oh. He was lined up to oh. go, oh. and it was storm that day. So yeah, it's funny. <laughs> it's been it rained last time we tried to do it, and it says it might rain tomorrow. And and it's tomorrow. <laughs> and if it rains, then they're grounded. But it's volunteer pilots take kids up that have an interest in flying, awesome. and they take them up for a spin around the, the skies of uh, Poplar Grove. That's and, awesome. Uh, then they get to join the Young Aviators Club if they want to. So okay. he's been interested in flying, so he thought we thought okay. we should do that. Popular Grove, that's where North Boone High School is, I believe. That could be. I, the only I reason so. we know it is because we go up there every year to Edwards Apple Orchard. Gotcha. It's a great place, yep. and we've taken the kids up there for years and years and years and years. And years so for that's sure. why we were familiar with where it was and how far away it was. Gotcha. <laughs> So when you get in the plane, you're going to tell the pilot, like, hey, I can do everything else well, I'll just fly. <laughs> Are you going to do that? No. You're going to let him fly? Yes. <laughs> but, you're going to, but you're going to watch like you did your dad mow yards and then try to do it in the future. Yes, probably. I could see it. I could see it. His dad was one, one flight away from um, being a pilot. All we had to do was go up and solo, but he had a motorcycle accident. He never got back up. Gotcha. <laughs> so. well, what's dad's name? Gary. Gary, Gary Sessler. Gotcha.
Gotta give all these guys shout outs. Everybody's <laughs> shout outs in the family. Yeah. All right. Oh, well, one thing I forgot to mention is I really like swimming. Swimming? Yes. Are you like a dolphin? Yes. Why do you think his name is Finn? No, that's not it. I mean, that is fitting. Finn <laughs> likes to swim. Yeah, it works out perfectly. Yeah, I loved water since I was a little kid. Yeah. Awesome. Little tiny kid. Did you even have to have swimming lessons, or did you just learn how to I swim? I had swimming lessons. They, they got me swimming lessons because it was right out of John since how much I liked water. Gotcha. I should go swimming. Are you a good swimmer now? Yes. And we could swim. There's this one coach that I was on. He's a really cool swimming coach, but he wasn't able to coach me because they had two coaches and like we had a bunch of kids and they separated and I went with the other coach instead of the coach that I really liked, yeah. Thomas. That is awesome. Like I said, you can do everything. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Speaking of doing everything, let's play a game. Okay. Are you ready for this? Yes. We have every guest on Edge of Your Seat Podcast play a game. We're going to play now and then. So, your favorite baseball team is? The Cubs. So we're going to take the Chicago Cubs, and I want to know your favorite player that's on the roster now and the favorite player of all time. I only have one favorite. Okay. It's, it's Bias. Okay. Have you Bias? Yes. That's your favorite player right now? Yes. He's the man. Yeah, I really like him. It's funny, so we put up the a Cubs game, and I just got there, and Bias is up. I'm saying, Bias, hit a home run, and he hit a home run. It was <laughs> funny. Did he, I'm pretty sure he hit the home run because you said that. It was cool. Because he's up, and went, wow. <laughs> he hit a home run. But no one was on base, so that's a bummer. Hey, at least he scored one run. Yes. One run's better than none. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Do you have a favorite player of all time? No, I just have bias. So he's your favorite player of all time, and yeah. he just happens to be on the team now. Yes. That works. That works. So he, then, he works for both. Yeah, and then I have two other ones that, actually three other ones that I also like. One is Contreras, Rizzo, and Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant? Yes. Those are the four that are usually said with the Cubs. Those are the best ones. Yep. Pat, you were pointing at you when uh, he said Contreras. Yeah, Willie's my man. <laughs> and then we got Chris Bryant is my sister's favorite, Amber. Perfect. But you, you go with Javi. Yes. And we actually had someone on my baseball team that was really fast. Yeah? Yeah, he was like really fast. But he never could get on base. <laughs> he would suck out. <laughs> well, we needed him on base because he was fast. <laughs> He's a cavy. Just going to have to work on his bat, huh? Yeah. Perfect. All right. Well, you know what? In baseball, he got hit right in the forehead. I hear a pitcher that pitches fast, and then the next year after he got hit, he was on my team. <laughs> so that's kind of a kind of a good little story to finish out. With. And I actually got a concussion, and I forgot what day my baseball game on was, but it was just like three or two days, and I had a soccer game, and it was three and two days, so I couldn't play. <laughs> I was regretting saying that I that I wanted to go to the hospital. Like I really wanted to play my soccer <laughs> game. Probably pretty sure you had a concussion. Yep, that's what they thought at the hospital. It's all right. We all get those too if you're an athlete. 
That's kind of comes with it. Right square in the middle of the spot. And my coach, he used to come out because I wouldn't put my helmet all the way down, but he forgot to. Uh, yeah. Little kids never seem to remember. Yeah, they got to pull it all the way down. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Yeah. But otherwise. Yeah, it's funny. So my team this year, he's a White Sox fan. And okay. then he was saying, like, when we all at first practice and stuff, he was naming off, like, say your name, your age, and your favorite baseball team. We had a bunch of Cubs fans. <laughs> he's like, gotta be kidding me. They're like, because he's a White Sox fan. <laughs> there you go. And oh, that's awesome. I've been to one White Sox game. And one Cubs game. And one Cubs game. And I forgot where else I went. I went to another game. Oh, that was hockey. No, 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 no. I went to another game like that. I forgot where it was. Oh. Yeah, I know what you mean. Minor League Baseball. Oh, gotcha. So. Awesome. Fun. I also got a ball that time, but I didn't catch it. An old lady. <laughs> so the ball went flying up and almost hit her. And there was this guy that was giving everybody that almost hit it. And, then she gave, and he gave it to the lady. And she was going out, and I had my glove out. And I was just kind of bored. And she put the ball in my glove. Oh, uh, that is very nice of her. Yes. But I've always wanted to catch one of Javi's balls. Yeah, I hear you. What kind of goes full circle? She helped you give you a ball, now you're helping out elderly and others by mowing yards. It all yep. goes full circle. Yep. Perfect. Well, Finn, Pat, thank you for joining Edge of Your Seat Podcast. This has been awesome. Learned a lot about you. You really can do everything, and I will not want to fight you ever. Thank okay. you for joining the show, man. Okay. Thank you. Thank you.